Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this part in November of 2023. And welcome to episode 123, a conversation with Kimberly May. Well, first we want to give a shout out to, at the time of this recording, we have 15 people who have signed up for our Productive Math Struggle Book Club. Woohoo! And this and is a tricky this- part of year, like, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like we are all just trudging towards, I, that's what, how I feel like I'm just like slowly getting towards Thanksgiving. I just need I, it to be, to be here. And I feel like I it should know. be this week and not next week, but okay. I but agree. anyway, yeah, I agree. And you know what? That goes into my reflection for this week that listen, I, I don't know what's happening, but we should be in a flow by November. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like we're in a flow. And so my reflection is that we all need each other. Mm -hmm. We, we do. It's, yeah, we can, it's, we can't do this job alone. Right. And we, it's just impossible. The things, um, what's your reflection for this? (laughs) You weren't going to end those, those thoughts, Laura. No, no, no. Okay. I, then I'm going to go down a, a bad rabbit hole and I don't want okay. to. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, well, what's been on my mind the last 30 minutes, no false. What's been on my mind for the, the last day is that six days is just not enough to teach division of decimals no. and why why? I I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I'm really having a hard time with that because so the first day, right? If you're going with the textbook, which whatever, but the first day is supposed to, please, the first day is supposed to be modeling division, right? And the second day is supposed to be modeling division with decimals. But the first day is like numbers, where the divisor is whole digit numbers. And the second day is where it's double digit divisors. And then the numbers are bigger. How are you, how is a kid supposed to model like 824 and three tenths divided by 13 or whatever it is? Like, how are you really? I do know. I do know how, because when I did my parent, parent, uh, class. Yeah. Words. Was that the beginning of this week? It was, it was Tuesday. I, found some graph paper that had these teeny tiny squares so they could use that Oy, I'll, but I'll send it to still, you 824 <laughs> divided yeah, by 13 I just feel like that's not that's uh, okay so we could but it's not efficient right correct but I want I want them spending more time with what what it would be efficient to use yes. right numbers that would be efficient to use for that so that because we're talking, I'm trying to talk so much more about 
choosing the appropriate, appropriate strategy. Strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Not just, not just, I'm going to use this this time and I'm going to use this this time, or I'm going to always use this because that's always I what I, what I've got, but even, th- even, and even throwing in like the long division. So we were talking, I was talking with a student today and we were, she, she was like, okay, I, I kind of get this and I kind of get this, but I, I don't know like when I should use what. And I said, well, this, and this was whole numbers. So I'm going back a little bit, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it was a five-digit dividend divided by a two-digit divisor. So when your numbers are that big, listen, partial quotients, I love partial quotients, but when your numbers are that big, you need huge chunks. Yeah. Like, so it's, it is more efficient to do long division. And I hate saying those words, but it is like a method that I think you need to choose, right? And part of being fluent is choosing the appropriate strategy. So I feel like that is a time when it is an appropriate strategy. When you know what? we went to a different question and it was a four-digit dividend and a two-digit divisor, then it was it was easier to do partial quotients. What are you going to say? What are you going to tell me? Well, I was going to say we have to choose good numbers. Yeah. So. Uh, that way they can choose an appropriate strategy when they're not just like weird, strange numbers that probably that's what's in the textbook, right? And my other thought is, and that's why people just follow the textbook and, but okay, using modeling for 824, no, that's, I mean, I was kind of half joking, but not really, but you know, about the graph paper. But yeah. really I was because that's dumb that right that's not if we're trying to model it, let's use it with smaller numbers so that they get the idea. Right. Of right. It. right. And yeah. especially when you're using the manipulatives, like I don't have a, that much material for, right. for my entire class. Right. So then I'm having, I'm restricted to just do it in a group, but then I'm restricted with time because to model yes. 820, whatever it, that's right. a lot. So, yes. okay. So that's, that's, what's been on my mind. I, I just wish that uh, like, I, I mean, I guess it goes back to textbooks and just textbook writers be, being more mindful of that because that is frustrating. Like you can't model with, and you have to give them time. Like today, today was one day of lesson and it was supposed to be dividing a 10th and dividing a hundredth. I'm sorry, what kid can understand dividing a 10th and dividing by a hundredth in one day? None, let none. No, so in today, 20 minutes. Right. Because then you got to do your station rotations and computer program and blah, blah, blah. Right. 20 minutes. Yeah. Go ahead. Make the magic happen. Yeah. That was today. And I, I mean, I'm taking another day because they need it. I, I, of course. Yeah. And our conversations were rich today. We talked about, you know, well, what do we know about multiplication? So if we know multiplying by a 10th makes our number uh, like smaller, right? Less right. than, less right. than the the whole number that we started with. Then what's going to happen with division? Well, it's the inverse, so it's going to be the opposite. Right. And then we thought we we talked about like, oh, well, what does that really mean when you're dividing five divided by a tenth? What does that mean? It means how many tenths are there in five, right? 
Or how many times can I subtract, because it is repeated subtraction, how many times can I subtract a 10th from five? So Ugh. like all of that, like that, you can't just do that in a day. No. And, no. and, and the problems in the textbook, that they're not like just whole number, like five divided by a 10th or eight divided by a 10th. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like 38 and seven tenths divided by a 10th. Right. Really? Like- you're going to start there. Oi. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> which now you got me thinking, you know, to create new problems for mild, medium, spicy, and then slicing and uh, yeah, more yeah. work for us, which we don't yeah. have the time for. I, I do have some good news though. From Okay. Today. Let's, let's move on to that. I actually got to have like a coaching moment with a teacher that came in that needed help. Mm-hmm. with a small group of students who still can't count, mm. who still can't just like count. So uh, you know what I did? I pulled out my math recovery stuff. I found oh, some, nice. some settings that she could use. And she was like, oh my God, this is so great. And I said, yeah, I I have no time to one, do this with a kid or kids to teach you anything about, I just did a quick, and I taught her how to play treasure hunt because that's something that the kids can, it's like flipping cards over to put them in sequential order. It's yeah. But anyways, I got like a good 30 minutes with her and it was completely impromptu. She knocked on my door and yeah. because she was so frustrated mm. and it was, it was awesome because oh, I got to like help somebody. Yeah. Like get your hands dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <sighs> It was awesome. All right, listeners. And now here's a conversation with Kimberly May. Karina, how excited are you to be with our book club friend, Kimberly May from Arizona? Are you I'm totally, so excited. Totally I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yes. Now, now, do you know that I got to hug her at NCSM? I know. Yes, NCTM? I do. Was it? <laughs> I think it was NCSM. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, if you saw the picture, but we were literally in motion. I didn't. We didn't even stop. Like we hugged. I took the picture. It's blurry, and then we had to keep going our separate way. <laughs> oh my goodness! Did we ever get you a better one, love. Kimberly? Uh, maybe with our shirts, but you can definitely feel the yeah. love and joy in that first embrace in that picture. So I love it the most, and it really. It, it's really a gift of imperfection. Most times we try to stand and pose, but it literally and truly shows uh, our genuine love and joy for one another. So I cherish that picture. That's awesome. Aww. Me too. I love okay, that. Tell I love our that. Nurse, all about yourself, Kimberly. Well, I am Kimberly May, known as Karen A. May on Twitter, X, whatever you want to go by. But my core values are authenticity, growth, and excellence. And any and every conversation that I am in with others, I lead with that. So uh, people like uh, who I call my peeps and peepettes, they actually know who they're speaking with. And um, it helps to just start our conversation um, with core values so we can be grounded in that and just know. But I am an educator of 27 years. 
Um, I think I've done so much within education, but I always look at um, every year as a first year, and that mm-hmm. speaks to my core values of growth and excellence. Um, I've had the honor and pleasure of being um, a classroom teacher, um, all grades uh, first and fifth. Um, I was an assistant principal for a couple of years, a principal for six years, district administrator, uh, director of federal programs. And then I did a beautiful thing of returning to my first love, boots on the ground of teaching um, in 2018. So back to the classroom after 10 years um, in admin and just so happened that during that time, uh, COVID came about. And so um, there's growth and excellence for you. And so uh, just returning to the classroom as a teacher, but the beautiful part of that was my oldest daughter just graduated um, 2020 and started her first year of teaching. So we were able to be colleagues, which I never, ever imagined possible. But since I had returned to teaching, we were able to teach on opposite sides of the building, learn and grow with one another. And, um, we, we have since split, of course, because I, um, you know how I am, you know, if I love leadership, I love um, being in groups that are smarter than me, 50 steps ahead of me or what have you, so that I can continue to learn and grow. And so I was seeking um, different opportunities, like I was on my way to another school to be a fifth grade teacher, science and social studies, just to try something different. I had never been departmentalized, but then this position um, of coaching came up and it was actually for a site coach, but the only positions that were available where site um, was the school I was transferring from. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's not going to work. And so uh, I saw a mention of that their uh, district math curriculum specialist position was open. And I said, well, hey, does my interview count for that? And he said, yeah, we can apply it to that. And so I got called in a second interview and landed here. And so that's when my world opened up to um, the math world, just specifically the math world, but math has always been my jam. But the beautiful thing in those stories is that my daughter split to be, do her love and joy of high school, social, um, life skills, special education. But Mm. now she's back with me because she was promoted to being a district special education coach. Wow. So here we are again. And so that's my story. And I love that you started off by just saying, hey, share a little bit about yourself because that's truly who I am as a person. I believe in the power of story orientation and human exchange and really knowing people um, and who they are before you even start, you know, talking to them about any and everything. I think there's connection mm-hmm. and power in our stories and I find joy in that. So my daughter and I are back together again. And so here ah. she is in her, <laughs> in her fourth year of education with me at district. And we both have the honor and pleasure of coaching and mentoring and learning and growing together. Wow. So that's a little I, bit so about awesome. me. Okay, wait. <laughs> in 27 I can't wait years. to see. I can't wait to see her journey now. Yeah, like, right. Like where this is going to take her. She's amazing. She's an author, so she's going to release her second book. But I just tell people um, when you want to look at coaching and mentoring, um, you look at it as far as how you've been coached and mentored, how you coach and mentor, and then she is the living testament of like I get to see the fruit of my labor. Mm. Okay, wait, every you, single day in her. Hang on, mm-hmm. you said she was an author. <laughs> yes, she wrote a book. I think it came out during COVID. If I'm what not is mistaken. it? So we can put it it's in the show Pro, notes. Pro, Pro, Pro Tabulous. Growth um, Tabulous. 
Fro tabulus, like an afro. Fro, fro tabulus. tabulus. Okay. Yes. Wow. It's all about um, um, identity and um, hair textures and um, for for people to see themselves in school and hair and not just be questioned about it, but learn about it so that you can understand how to connect with your your classmates and the people that you're around. So she talks all about um, the little girl going to school and appreciating and loving her hair. Stop. So that I love was her that. first book. Yes. Oh. My and so her next one is released. I think she told me tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm excited for her. So she's, and she has a third one in the, in the, in the pocket. So she's just an author. She's, she's really showing me just life. I get to see that in front of me. So when we think about our scholars, yeah. So that is, um, Indeed, I just saw a picture come up. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, right? Head. So okay. that's her book, Protabulous. And then her second book um, is called um, Unbreakable Bonds, A Tale Where Disabilities Become Their Superpowers. Oh, my And God. how do you say her, how do you pronounce her name? Um, her last name is my maiden name, is Safel. But what's Nia the first Safel. name? Is it Nia? Nia. Nia Safel. Nia. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I putting, love that. I'm I'm putting it in my cart right now. And then uh, you think tomorrow it's coming out? Yeah, she told me November 5th, and that would be tomorrow's Unbreakable yeah. Bonds, a tale where disabilities become their superpowers. Okay, love that. And mm-hmm. so that's just, it's just the power of um, storientation once again and how yes. we're connected and how we get to see um, what we do daily and others around us, whether it's our own children. Uh, scholars that we've taught from years and they come back. Sometimes we get to hear those stories and we get to see kind of like where they are in the world. And sometimes we don't. And so it's just an honor to be able to see what that looks like after you've poured in and you've talked about it and you've done work together. And now to see that come to fruition, um, it helps me to keep learning and growing because she's watching, of course. (laughs) She's watching me and I get to watch her. (laughs) So um, that's a little bit about me as a proud mama. (laughs) Okay. uh, Just another proud mama thing. So Uh I just searched Unbreakable Bonds. People do not search for that in Amazon. (laughs) Lots of, um, well, I mean, you could search for it. But um, it's not exactly the thing that we're discussing. <laughs> so so I'm make sure she puts her subtitle in there. Like, you want to make sure. Yes, I, I will yeah. definitely put the correct title in the show notes just so everybody knows. <laughs> or just, well, no listen, holes. just do it and, and you'll get a good laugh no out of that. No rabbit holes. Like, you stay focused now. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know if I'd call this a rabbit hole, but let's get back to business. This conversation took a turn, an unexpected turn. Oh, gosh, that's so funny. Okay, one thing that I definitely want you to talk about, Kimberly, and have a conversation about is I love how you said that you are you have figured out or are figuring out how to be in rooms that need to be shaken. Can you say mm-hmm. lots? I don't even want to say more. Can you say lots about that, please? Um, there's no um, it's no secret that um, systems are how they are that we've just been continuing to do some of us a lot of the same things. And 
Fortunately, I have the opportunity to be in a lot of rooms. I know my name is spoken in rooms that I'm not in, and I know that I'm given the opportunity to be in rooms, and I don't take that for granted. So when I'm in rooms, there goes that core value of authenticity. Like that's a strong core value of mine. And so I know that when I'm in rooms, I'm always going to show up as my best self. I'm always going to show up as a learner, as a grower, not someone that knows it all, but someone who's going to question things. And so we heard the saying, like, when you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. So when I'm around groups, when we attend conferences, when we are connected through book studies, when we're friends on Facebook and we see things that we know maybe, um, that may impact someone else. There goes the mirrors, windows, and sliding glass doors that we hear about. When we see those things, um, we have to decide um, how would I leverage that or how would I speak to that or how will I allow others to see different perspectives. So when I'm in rooms and I hear things like, we're going to increase growth. And I know I've heard this since 97. When I started, I'm the person in the room that's going to say how. Yeah. I'm the person that's going to ask that that why, 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 why five times to get to a root cause. I'm the one that's going to say, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's okay for us to do the same things that we've always done. Like, oh, we're, we're going to increase it by two to three percent because that's the normal growth. We're not going to do that. So I'm always going to dig a little bit deeper and be the one asking questions because I truly know that. On the outside, because of the power orientation, I've had others say, oh, I don't feel comfortable saying that. I don't uh, feel like I have a voice. So I am an advocate. I am the one who will speak on behalf of either voices that I hear that people entrust me behind closed doors. They know I'm unafraid um, to say those things. And even if I am, I'm still going to say it anyway. Just simply because I know the pain or the um, the hard year that you can have when we continue to do the same things that are not working in a broken system. Mm -hmm. And so I am that person that will shake up a room or ask more questions or I'm not the one that's going to hold a staff meeting forever, <laughs> you know, that people are wanting to get out of. But I will say, hey, I want to talk to you further about that. Or I would like to plan a time with you to meet to talk about what's our plan for moving forward or what's our next steps. So I am going to be the one who pulls others to better. And not that it's not to say that I know better or I can I can do the change all by myself. It's like, how can we work together to to move this forward so that we're just not talking about the same things that we've always talked about. And in the education world, we know what that is when it comes to academics. It's whatever your state focuses on, whether it's a letter grade or percentage or this or what have you, it's not to wipe those things out because if that's an accountability that districts have or that leaders have, yeah, keep that in your back pocket. But what are the moves that you're going to make that's different that's going to eventually show up in that, but that's going to drive you every single day towards your greatness, towards your best self as a math leader or as a person. And that's just what I do. I, I just, I call it out and not in a way that's embarrassing, but just in a way that is thought provoking. And that's going to allow you to step outside of your comfort zone. 
Yeah, I when you're saying that, I'm just thinking like it's just an honest conversation, right? Very it's just, much so. Yeah, it's let's let's come together, let's work together. I I've always felt like that in our conversations in our book club club conversations. I've always felt like that's that was your spirit too. Like mm-hmm. let's figure this out. If there's a problem, let's work on it together. Because I'm going to give you my time. I'm going right. to sit in book clubs. I'm going to learn. Because that's what I love to do. That's what we love to do. Right. I'm going to talk. I'm a talker. I'm a share. I'm going to do that. But I don't like conversations that are just about complaints or right. um, that don't move. I'm all about excellence. So that's, there's the other core value. I'm like, how can we make this excellent? Like if we we're smart people. Like we've, we've put ourselves in places and spaces where we have all the pieces. Like mm-hmm. we see that everywhere we go. Oh, there's so many great things that are going on. We can talk about those things, but if we don't say what are our next steps towards seeing this unearth in our everyday world in a, or in our current reality, then we're not doing anything with that. It's mm-hmm. one thing to learn and get a book and grow and write it down and underline and highlight and be like, oh, that's beautiful. But what do I do with that? What do I do with that sentence? What do I do with that paragraph? What do I do with that book? Mm-hmm. What are my next steps? Mm-hmm. Am I keeping it to myself? Am I sharing it? Am I dropping a nugget here? Or am I just just keeping it all to myself and just growing until I burst, but no one else gets to experience mm-hmm. that or ask themselves those you know important questions to move things further and ahead. So that's, that's just what I, I can't sit and not, um, and not be a sharer of, or see what that looks like in my current reality. Okay. Right before we hit the record button, you said you were reading three books at the same time. And I said, wait, I want to capture this on the podcast. What are the three books that you're reading right at this moment? Okay, so it must be truthful. It's more than three, but the three that are in front of me. <laughs> look, let me tell the truth and shame every everything else is more. Oh, that's so funny. Because guess what? I'm multifaceted. I am more than just the sum of like a book or what have you. Mm-hmm. So yes. there may be some things that are personal. There may be some things that are, of course, math, education, um, related, but then there may be some things that I just need to keep me balanced. So right in front of me is choosing to see oh, a framework for equity in the I, math class. I have to get that. That's Pam Seda's book, right? Yes, oh. absolutely. And so I've been wanting this for like, like the past two years. And for whatever reason that it just never just made its way out of my cart, mm-hmm. seeing her um, and being in her session and just being empowered um, by that, um, being um, with Black women um, in mathematics education, that session, I was like, girlfriend, where's your book? So I definitely, um, it dropped yesterday. And I'm just going to tell you, I haven't started yet. I've read a lot of um, pieces like on Twitter, Facebook, just others. But this is the first time I've ever opened a book. I just got it last night. And I literally looked at the praise for choosing to see. And most times I'll just skip all of that and I'll just go right to the table of contents or to <laughs> what the um, author, you know, the foreword or what have you. Yeah. I have highlighted the things others have said oh. about this work and I already started taking notes. I have not even gotten to the title page. Wow. wow. And I've never done that in the book before. 
And I just see myself through others. And there goes the power of stories. Wow. So through others' stories and what they've gained and gleaned from this work and um, what I've sat in and listened to at the sessions and knowing how her combining her framework with the mathematical practices and how I already have leveraged that work. What is it? Saturday. I've already talked about it at least five times since I've been back already from the conference in rooms. Wow. I've already leveraged this work and how you can take four of them and see it every day in the classrooms, how four of the mathematical practices are contextual and how you can use her checklist. I mean, just able to use her work right away. So I was stuck. Didn't even get past the praise yet. <laughs> so that's one in front of me. The other one in front of me, of course, it has to be something Brene Brown. So this one is The Gifts of Imperfection. Ooh. I've done mm. Dare to Lead. I've done her other books, but The Gifts of Imperfection um, is definitely one that I have in front of me. And then the third one that I have, and these are literally, yeah, I, I sleep with them. <laughs> But I have a weighted blanket. Sometimes I put it on me. Sometimes I don't. So they're either at the bottom. So I know they're not going to fall off or do any of that. But they sleep in, they're in the bed. So um, osmosis, I'm learning. I'm Yeah. So answers to your biggest questions about teaching um, elementary math. Um, oh, yes. Is one that I find to be. Here it is. Uh, no. Look at us. Look. I mean, the people on the podcast can't see, but if you want to no, know what's happening, we're all holding everybody is holding up their book. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know what that says to me? It says I'm always, and I shared this with my husband, like when he just called in and checked in, I said, I'm always around the right people. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always around my tribe. I said, I keep myself going and growing and you always think it's me. I always tell me, you always think it's just me, babe, but no, it's not just me. <laughs> It's, it's not. It's my peeps and peepettes. So for us to all yes. hold up that book, I know I'm in the right vein. I know I'm with the right people. And so we know why this book um, is just so great. It's just so necessary for everyone to just um, have this, um, to answer those questions that, um, and it's not um, hidden. It's just like, it's mm -hmm. beautifully written. The pictures, mm -hmm. we know we love that. We gravitate towards. And it's just easy just how it's broken down in community, in management, engagement, and all that. So that's those are the three that's in front of me. Um, but we all know that there's others for sure. Um, okay, open, open up yeah. your um, answers to your biggest questions on the very first page. Second I already know. I started to text you. <laughs> yes. Second person down. Very much so. I started the text. I was like, look at my girl. Boom. <laughs> this is great. This is this is it. So Tammy, I saw her posting about it. Was it this summer that she started yes, reading it? Yes. Started? So that is what led me to picking um, this one up. And so when I, um, these are the two that I ordered um, right when I um, got home from the conference. Okay. And so as soon as I opened it and saw your name, I was like, <laughs> yes. And yes. and I literally was like I'm in the right place. And yeah. so you know what? We all have to keep it in mind that we are together because when you go back to your own school or your own district and like I got back Tuesday night and I missed Ken Williams closing keynote. I was so upset. 
Laura. I know. I know. Well, it was my flight. I Originally, it was later, but then JetBlue had it earlier. Like, whatever. I just... Mm. And so Wednesday, we had a professional development day. Thank God. Because, Kimberly, I was physically exhausted. You know, I was, like, running around the... From NCTM and NCSM trying to get pictures and meeting everybody. And then Thursday when I got back to school, I was like hit with this wall of, okay, I'm I'm back here. I'm not with all my mathy people, which Mm -hmm. made me so sad. But just to hear you remind me, you know, that we are our tribe together, you know, and I know I'm only... I can text you or email you or phone or give you a phone call mm-hmm. at any time. And then we're together, you know? Absolutely. It was hard to go back to work this week. Let me tell you. And now I'm so jealous about all the people at CMC South. Have you seen all of those tweets? Yes. 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 And so I'm like, okay, how can I get oh, in those spaces again? Because um, it just shows how important it is for us to continue um, in the work Um, You have to know who you're speaking to and with when you're in rooms. Um, Every word or every um, situation doesn't deserve a response. That's what I'm learning. Um, And what I mean by that is that's what it means to know your people. If you are a person, like when you ask me about shaking up rooms and sharing things or what have you, I know that some people are only at a certain place and it can be overwhelming. We come back from our conferences and we want to share, share, share. And I'm realizing the people that um, like your tribe, they're going to be receptive. They're going to be ready to rock and roll with you. And then there are others that you're like small bite-sized chunks. Yes. Mm -hmm. But give you a phrase. I'm going to give you a quote. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to share the plan with you. I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you about a proposal that I'm going to write up for my district. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm I'm learning yes as I continue to learn and grow all of it is not advantageous for all of the people that depend on you or count on you. So that was a big aha moment for me, even during the conference. Mm-hmm. I had to literally talk to myself and say, they don't deserve that piece of information. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve that um, conversation. Zip it. I had to literally talk to myself and say, zip it. Because, I'm going to need to talk to myself yeah. because I don't ever zip it. I don't. It just, <laughs> it just, it just comes right but out. See, that's what I do, Laura. But I've learned. I've been learning to pause and say, um, "It's not your tribe, right? That's yeah. not your tribe. This person is clearly this, and it's not to say that you're bigger or better. Mm-hmm. It's just not your tribe. It's not going to feed you. It's not going to fill your cup." It's not yeah. going to keep you overflowing. It's going to stop you and have you thinking things that are not who you are at your core. Mm. And if it doesn't match who you are at your core, it's not to say you can't talk with others or can't engage in conversation, but you're going to have to zip it. 
Help me to do protect that, yourself. Please. Help it's me gonna do help, that. It's going to help you protect yourself and your sanity because we know of all the work that has to be done yeah. and that needs to be done. But, okay, a great question to ask, and this could be my leadership hat as far as being a principal or being a district. I literally have to ask myself, can this person, will this person make a difference? Is this person in a position to change systems? Okay. And that's what my mm-hmm. focus is. Like, I'm a... I'm I, I'm a system changer. Like I'm the person on the outside saying, "Hey, this is broken. Let's start here. Let's break it up." If it's a person and they don't they don't see the system is broken, or they mm-hmm. see it but they 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 use uh, deficit thinking mm-hmm. and speaking, you don't need to share that with them. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not time yet, and it's a yet there. It's not time yet, right, to share that. So hold it. Mm -hmm. The winner of the, I think it was like the Lifetime Achievement Award. I don't remember exactly what it was for NCTM and NCSM was Mm -hmm. the same recipient. Was it Betty something? I'm so, I feel horrible. I don't even know her name. She did such a great speech at the brunch, like the closing brunch at NCSM. I, I want to get a copy of her speech because smack in the middle of that, she said, it's time we take our profession back. Mm. And mm-hmm. I was like, that is 100% true. Yeah. How Very do, much so. How do we get everyone <laughs> on board with that? Like, how do we do that? And I'm um, thinking to what you just said is, you know, is this person able to change the system? Like, am I speaking to this person? Mm-hmm. And those are the people I need to make sure that I'm speaking to and with. Regarding that, yes. right? You can speak to them regarding whatever it is that you may have in common, whether it's strategies, mm-hmm. um, you know, little um, teacher moves or things that you need to them do. So it's, you got to know the levels of where you are and who you're speaking with. Right. I literally um, was listening to uh, Principal Kafele because today he had uh, Dr. Godi Muhammad on this morning. And I put everything like in my notes. So I have my iPad and I'm going here and I just wrote at the top, a change is going to come. Mm. <laughs> that, was my, that was the name of my thing. A change is going to come. And so as I'm listening um, to you saying that, and I don't know who the recipient was, um, but when you say take back, um, she talked about every single child, you know, is a genius. Our job is to find it, recognize it, honor it, bring yeah. it out. Um, and I just put in the quote, I and it'll be on there. Like, if you ever see it, of course, you see the comments rolling. I just said, you have to literally speak out and up. When you hear any talk against any deficit thinking or any deficit speech, you literally have to say, um, we need to stop talking about children in that way. Mm-hmm. Or if they say yeah. teachers can't do this, we need to stop talking about teachers in that way. Just how can we better um, lift and leverage our teachers? It's not going to be through saying they don't want to learn or since COVID it's been this way. Okay, we all know everything that has happened and that's still happening in the world, but it's like, what are we going to do? 
the question is, it has to start with us. So when we're surrounded around people or groups that are making comments about X, Y, and Z, you have to just have that courage within yourself to say, okay, peeps, it stops now. It stops right here. I'm going to make that, our, that to, I'm going to make that yeah. our challenge for this week, you know, for people to share with us, what are you going to do? Yeah. What, what language is being used and what's not used? Listen, listen to what's being said. Even if you, you know how we are. My biggest thing is examine. Use, use a week to collect the words. This will be so good. Collect the words, the thoughts, well, however long you need to collect it. Just keep a note of them. Write it down of what you hear in conversations. Low, you know, Ruthless Equity with Ken Williams. You yeah. know, write down everything that you're unmotivated, subgroups, whatever you hear, all the language and statements and present that and say, this is, this is the language that we're using. We will not move and make any mm -hmm. improvement until we change how we see other people's children. Mm -hmm. We would, and that's what came from the conversation today on the on the um, the live with Principal Kafele and Dr. Godi Muhammad. Wow! Literally, what are we going to do? And I just wrote down a quote from her. It just says, nothing is more beautiful than to know what to do and having help to do it. So there goes your tribe. So knowing that you're not alone, but you know what to do and we have the help to do it. So let's, let's join together and do it. Mm -hmm. Let's take it back. Like she said, we have to take back our profession. Yep. There are so many people we hear about growth mindset, but... Are we truly growing mm -hmm. or are we still holding on to ways that we've been taught or things that we've heard that we know are presenting a disservice, not only to our scholars, but to us as professionals? On that note, Kimberly, <laughs> I mean, I know we could go on and on and on. This is as been, we always do. I know. I have, wait, 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 Laura. Before we before party. we do, I know, I know you want to like wrap it up, but uh, no, because I, it I just, was so good. Like at the end, no, I know it was, I know it was, but I do have to go back, Kimberly, because you've this is such a big part of who you are. Are are those core values? Mm -hmm. Can you just please speak a little bit about that? Because I, I you shared with us in the book club about it, and mm -hmm. I just, I just want to share that with with listeners because. I, I just love it so much. So go ahead. So we all know in the coaching world, we have some gurus out there and a guru that is just tried and true in, in dismantling systems is Elena Aguilar. And in her work, um, activities with core values in the art of coaching is an activity that um, any and all should do. It doesn't matter if it's in education just in people that you are around, anytime you have an opportunity, I even carry sheets around and say, hey, let's let's do this activity together so you can learn more about yourself. Um, I have different people using it um, in my local union because I'm the vice president of my local union. I do a lot of work for the um, Arizona Education Association as well as the National Education Association. And it's just work that you do to basically humanize one another to be able for people to see who you are. Now, she has an activity where you take um, the sheet, it has words on there, and it's not 
all the words on there, but enough on there. You you just pare it down from 10 to 5 to 3. And I think it's so funny because I have those three that, um, and I check often to make sure they're still the three. <laughs> and it's, right, it's still right. just been the same of authenticity, growth, and excellence. But, but people that I work with, I say, hey, you can put two in your back pocket. So I <laughs> tell them my others, um, definitely family and faith, but I, those are the ones that I would say personal, but even professional for people to know who I am is autonomy is big with me and being an advocate. And so those mm-hmm. words are on there as well. So when people know your core values, I put them on in and all things. It's on my email signature. Um, when I create my scheduling book for the year, when it's uh, personalized, my core values are there. Um, anytime I introduce myself, people even introduce me as that. They'll say, this is Kimberly. Her core values are, um, they just know that to be true. One thing that it does help with, it lets people know how to, um, work with you. Mm -hmm. It's an Mm -hmm. easy gateway entry point of people knowing. And it also helps you to be aware of why you're triggered in certain areas. Mm. So when people aren't their authentic selves and they're biting their tongue or they're, um, cowering down and not standing up for themselves, that triggers me because authenticity is something that's important for me. Like if you can't show up as your best self talking to me, I don't know who I'm talking to. Exactly. Right. Who am I talking to today? Am I getting a real Laura, you know, Karina, like, who are you? Like Mm -hmm, if you're, if you're, if I know you to be giggly and laughy and um, drop everything from me, like when you're in a big crowd, you scream and hug me and kiss me. But then when we're in a different environment, you act like you don't know me. I'm going to be like, who are you? Mm -hmm, You see what I'm saying? So when we're able to um, let down all the facades or whatever, be our most authentic selves, that floats my boat. But if I see people that I know are more than what they're showing, but they're not showing that because they're in a room with someone that they feel may be more important, which I think that's whack. There's no one more (laughs) important than you Um, and why you were here, why you were created to be here. But it also highlights the the things of why you're triggered. So when people have a, when deficit thinking, well, that's going to trigger me because I'm all about growth. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. If I walk into a school and I see that uh, bulletin boards are falling apart, trash everywhere, um, um, I don't see your goals or vision, like your school is not screaming, we care about scholars and families, then I'm like, oh, this is not a school of excellence. So I'm, I'm automatically thinking, hey, how can I help? How can I support? Because I like for things to be done in excellence. If we're going to do something, we're an educational institution, I want to see those things. And so that is what um, helps me to know where I am. So when I'm in spaces, I go to spaces that show excellence. I go to spaces that promote growth. I go to spaces that where people are their true selves and they don't, you know, they don't cower down in, in, in spaces where they have to speak up. So that's how I continue to thrive. And when you know your core values, it's going to keep you in alignment to your purpose and who you are as a person. And that could change. You can do it every three months, six months. Mine has stayed the same. But like I said, I keep those few in my back pocket and tucked away so that I still can say those are little tenets of still who I am as a person, but it may be personally versus professionally. So it's okay to have have some, have a, you know, a handful okay, nice. of them if you need them. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Karina, I'm so glad you stopped me. Yes. (laughs) See, I needed it. I needed that. I needed the core values again. Yes. I love it. I love it. In addition, I'm going to add that as a second challenge to have everyone share what are your core values. I think that's going to be amazing. Yeah. She has that PDF on. You can Google it and it'll come up. It's just, it's all the words and you, you choose 10, pair down to five, then to three. And I do that in when I open up presentations. Love it. It's usually in every slide deck that I do as far as helping people identify their core values. And I also do a power orientation where they sit, get their intentions together for that learning space. I have them do a little short elevator speech of who they are. And then they share that with someone in the room so that we know who we're with. Too many times we're learning and talking to each other. You don't yes. even know that person. You don't even, you don't even know. So the okay, I need to story. fly out to Arizona and, I, and go to a PD session with you so I can be a learner when you're a leader. Well, oh guess my what gosh. I can do? I love that. you. Guess what I can do? What? I have one what? for you. Thursday, what? I have the honor of being the opening um, speaker to open up a huge conference here in Arizona that's called Betsy. It's Behavior Education Technology Conference. And I'm the opening speaker. I get uh-huh. to introduce the um, the keynote and do the whole MC thing and close out. But I have a eight to ten minute snippet, and I'm actually writing it now. But my daughter got permission from her director to attend, so I'll have her record me do my opening because I'm literally going to use the power of core values orientation with the participants to inspire them on their day of learning at the conference. So your dreams, you don't even have to fly. Now, it doesn't mean you'll come to Arizona. (laughs) Well, you know we're coming to Arizona this summer. I know. So we're going to put a pin in that. 100%. I can can get it to you as early as uh, Thursday. I mean, as, you know, not the over. That's awesome. But I'm going to over-deliver. Yes. Um, Yes. Hopefully by um, next weekend. I'll have a recording for you. Amazing. Kimberly, thank you so much Amazing. for your time. We 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 love you and um I'm so yes. glad we got to spend this time together. I have to meet Karina in person now so we can get I our know. we can get our fuzzy I picture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, because uh Karina, you're gonna have to look at that picture. It truly shows the joy. If somebody oh, want to look up that. Joy in the dictionary, then they smack that picture right there. It's like that that yes. picture would be there. Yes, pure joy. I love, I love you, ladies. Love well, thank you so much thank again. You. Love you too. Another fabulous conversation with one of our friends. I'm so glad that we got Kimberly, like, and that we we've met her and we got in contact with her, and it was all possible because of our book club. So here's another plug for our book club. It, we, you know, we've met such amazing, wonderful people through that. And so thank, thank goodness all of that happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm saying like, thank goodness COVID happened, but, but it opened the door for a lot of really special things that came out of that. You know, if we're reflecting, I'm reflecting some more, Laura. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's okay. And, and building virtual relationships. I mean, not yeah. virtual because we see each other, but you know, I got to hug Kimberly Yeah, at the conference. So it just, we're, and what did I say at the beginning? We need each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Listeners, here's your challenge for this week. We want to know 
What are your core values? Mm. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learning through math. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.